On this communion Sunday, I thank God for how you can feel God right where you are. I don't know about you, but with that sermonic selection, uh, that you really can just feel the power of the anointing right where you are. And for that, we're grateful. Uh, on this communion Sunday, I want to share. I want to uh, share scripture with you. Our scripture comes from Acts the fifth chapter, the twelfth verse. In Acts the fifth chapter, the twelfth verse, it says, "The apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number daily." As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirits, and all of them were healed. Now, that scripture is, is a trip to me. That scripture, I mean, it blows my mind as we're uh, dealing with and continuing to uh, talk about what it means to be a church reborn, what it means to move in power in this season. Because what we find is we find the early church, we find the early church and the apostles are going. And the Bible is talking about how all these signs and wonders, all these miraculous acts were happening. And, and, and talking about how so many people were getting connected, so many people were joining the movement. But in the midst of it all, it then says, People would bring the sick, their land, their afflicted out into the streets if they heard the apostles were coming by, just hoping that they could get close enough to Peter that his shadow might fall on them because they believed that Peter's shadow could heal them. What does it mean uh, when you're walking along and, and, and folks are believing that they can be healed? You don't have to touch them. You don't got to look at them. You don't got to speak to them. But if your shadow hits them, that, that, that it will be able to heal them. I mean, I want you to think about that. And that's important for us to think about uh, because I always talk about the fact that we don't go to church, that we are the church. And so the church isn't this big kind of hierarchy of big eyes and little U's, but we are all a part of the body of believers. And as you become a part of the body of believers, then where you go, the church goes with you. And so here we find uh, in this time period that people would bring their folks out and just sit them along the road, just hoping that Peter's shadow would hit them because the Bible says that, that they believe that, that his shadow hit them, they would get saved and it's healed. And it talked about how so many people got healed and so many people got set free of afflictions and, 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 and tormenting spirits just, just by the miraculous works that were happening in the early church. Okay, let me help you because I, I think you're picturing it like, you know, that's Bible days, that's things happening. I want you to picture, if you're talking about these days, these days, Peter and John are around and, and word gets out that they're going down Bury Farms to the Goodman League. They're going down to see the basketball games. Those of you all who don't know, uh, in Southeast D.C., uh, there are these street ball games called the Goodman League. League, myself, Reverend Bill, love to go to all the time, and, and, and they're down the farms. And, and the word gets out that Peter and John are going down the farms to go to the Goodman League to be able to see the games one night, one summer night. And, and, and in the midst of it all, the word gets out, and so people start to bring their folks all up and down Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue and just laying sick out there hoping. Like, like word gets out, uh, the, 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 the word gets out that Peter and John may be going to MLK Deli up by the old Congress Heights school. You know, that's the preschool me and Reverend Bill went to. The old Congress, the MLK Deli, because they're going to get that crab cake, or they're going to get uh, uh, some of them wings, or they're going to get they, they, they're gonna get something from 
MLK Deli, the wonderful black-owned business. And so, and so folks start lining up their sick all up and down the avenue by the old Congress Heights School. Or, or, or other word gets out that, well, well no, I, I heard word that they're going down Check It to get some gear. They got some of that Don't Mute DC go-go gear. And so they're going down Check It to be with our friends because you know Star will hook you up and give you, the, and give you a bomb outfit uh, down at Check It. And so they down there by the big chair uh, uh, over by Check And so then you've got uh, folks lining their folks up all up and down MLK down by the big chair or, 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 or other folks are saying, no, nah, but when they leave Check It, they're going to turn to natural uh, so they can get themselves a, a, a nice little salad or, or they're going to get themselves a nice little smoothie or, or something like, or, or a nice juice, a fresh juice. They're going to turn it natural. And so, and so they got folks lined up all by the big chair all the way up. Okay, hold on now. Um, pause. Y'all like how I low-key just talked about three black businesses? Look, y'all look right there on the screen right there. It's the information for the black businesses. We got to support our own. And then make sure you go to myblackreceipt.com, myblackreceipt.com, so you can be able to show the receipt uh, of, of you spin on that business so we can see all of the amount of wealth that we're able to generate in our community. Now back to our story. And, and, and so Peter and John end up down the farms. They end up down at the Goodman League. And they're, as they're at the Goodman League, they walk up in and Miles Ross says, Peter and John are inside the gates. They walk inside the gates and because people heard they were going to the Goodman League, you've got lame people that have been laid all around the outside of the court. So all the places where people usually are sitting in, in their chairs, courtside, you've got lame people. You even got a lame brother who's lame, but he got on sweatpants. He got on a little a basketball sweat. He got on sweatpants. And, and, and what happens is that Peter walks past him and his shadow hits the lame man. The shadow hits the lame man. And all of a sudden, Miles Ross shout, 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 um, shouts out, move him. He shouts out, move him. The lame man jumps up. He gets healed and he rips open his sweatpants. He's got some shorts on. He runs out onto the court. Uh, he steals the ball from Jimmy Black. My bad, Jimmy. Sorry about that. Steals the ball from Jimmy Black. He goes up. He dunks. He he dunks and all of a sudden Miles Raw says, take him to the big show and the DJ plays dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun. That's what it would mean. What does it mean in regular time that, that, that his shadow would heal him? And, and, and that blew my mind and I thought about that in our context and I said, well, I, I got to ask and so I, I wanted to have a conversation with Peter and so in my theological and in my uh, 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 preaching imagination, um, I, I, I reached out to Peter and I said, Peter, I need to ask you, what is it like to walk around, man? And how do you get to a place in which uh, people can be healed by your shadow? And Peter said, well, Rev, I want you to remember three things. I'm going to be real quick with you. Uh, but one of the first things you've got to understand, if you're going to walk in that kind of a season as a church, as a people, as a body of believers, the first thing you've got to understand is that you represent more than you. Uh, Peter said that you've got to understand that even though the people hype me up, I never hype myself up. Uh, that everywhere I went, uh, we never talked about me, but we always talked about Jesus. He said, because I understood that everything I had came from him and everything I did was to Jesus's glory and not my glory. Uh, that everything I did was so that uh, we could lift up the story of Jesus, of Christ crucified, of Christ uh, dead and buried, of Christ resurrected. Everywhere I went, it was to be able to let people know the kingdom of God was at hand and there was room for them to be so much better than they had been because Christ had 
could come up on the scene. He said, so Reverend, you've got to understand the first thing is that you represent more than you. Uh, that when you go places, you represent more than you. Uh, that's the reason you can't act any old kind of way when you go where you go, uh, because you represent more than you. He said, can you picture if, if when I went places that I talked any old way, if I treated people any old way, if I was uh, trifling with people, if I had bad work ethics, if, 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 if I sat there um, and I disrespected people, it would totally tear up my testimony. He said, but I realized that wherever I went, Jesus went with me. And wherever I went, I represented the testimony of the fact that if Christ rose, uh, then you could have power. That, that the power I walked in was not my power, but I represented more than me. You've got to tell the people, Pastor Lee, uh, to walk like they represent more than them. In other words, that they can't keep doing what they've been doing, even on Instagram, even on Facebook. Uh, they can't keep talking one way on Sunday and another way by Thursday. They can't uh, I say hallelujah, uh, God bless you on Tuesday, and, and then on Wednesday they got all the hump day memes and acting like they ain't got no good sense. And by Friday all you do is see them uh, with Hennessy, uh, um, almost like they're the Hennessy factory. No, you've got to help them understand that you represent more than you. He said, but Pastor Lee, the second thing you've got to let them know is that a Christian should be the kind of person that people want to be around. He said, you've got to think about it, that when we came into the city, when we came into town, people brought their folks around us because we were the kind of people people wanted to be around. One of the challenges these days, Pastor, have you ever been around somebody that when they came into the room, they sucked all the air out of the room, and by the time they left, you felt worse than when you first got in there? He said, that's the challenge is that you've got to make sure as a Christian, you're not that kind of person. You need to be the kind of person uh, that people are blessed to be around. That by the time somebody gets finished with you, uh, they feel better about their life. By the time somebody gets finished with you, they feel a bit more optimistic about their life. By the time that somebody gets finished with you, uh, they feel uh, like going on and they feel like they can do it and they feel like uh, they can move forward. As you are a representative of the body of believers, uh, that people shouldn't uh, get by you and leave and feel worse, but you should be the kind of person that people want to be connected to. But why? Because when you come around, things change. Why? Because when you come around, things get better. Uh, the situation may not change, but perspectives on the situation change, but not just that, uh, but, but you are a change agent. Uh, you've got to understand uh, that we are transformed to be agents of transformation, that, that, that not just people should get better, but communities should get better. That, that your hood should be better because you're there, that because you organize, because you strategize, your, your state should be better, your nation should get better uh, because you're there, that, that you're one of the kinds of people uh, that help people along the journey and help also to be able to work with systems and make sure that people's lives are better. We are transformed to be agents of transformation, that Christians should be the kind of people uh, that people want to be around. And then Peter said this last thing, and it blew my mind. It blew my mind because it made so much sense. The last thing that Peter told me, he said, uh, Pastor, the biggest thing that you need to remind people, if they're trying to walk around in the kind of authority, the kind of power, that even their shadow allows people to be healed in the name of Jesus, is you've got to make them realize uh, that you need the sun to cast a shadow, that you need the sun to cast a shadow. And I started to think about that, and he said, yeah, Pastor, you got to realize uh, that you don't cast a shadow in darkness. And too many people play around in darkness, wondering why they have no shadow casting power. 
But the fact of the matter is you need the sun to cast a shadow because the fact is uh, that when the sun, the light of the sun shines on you, that is what casts the shadow behind you. Uh, that you've got to uh, uh, help them understand that they need the sun to cast a shadow. And as long as you're hanging around uh, in dark places doing dark things, I know you think that nobody sees you in the dark, but the fact of the matter is you limit yourself while you're doing all that you're doing in the dark. Uh, but if you start to understand that you need the sun to cast a shadow, then you also understand that you need the sun for the shadow to have power. He said, now, I said, hold on, you kind of threw me off there. Is that some kind of solar thing? He said, no, Reverend, I, I need you to understand my spelling. He said, I, you need the sun, the S-U-N, to cast a shadow. In other words, you need to keep yourself in the light. He said, but you also need the sun, the S-O-N, to have power. You see, there's no power outside of Jesus. And you've got to understand, Pastor, that many of us are, are walking around, uh, attempting to walk in some level of influence and power, uh, but yet we don't get connected with the one who is the source of the power. Uh, that we want uh, to have power in our life, power to transform our families, power to see healing, uh, and, and power to see generational curses broken, and power uh, to see a financial wealth redistributed, and power to be able to see generational uh, wealth, uh, to be able to be deposited. We, we want power. We want power uh, so that healings happen. We want all this power, uh, but we don't want to stay connected to the one that is the source of the power. He said, but I always understood that if I walked into a place and my shadow had the power to heal, it wasn't of my power, but it was of Christ's power. And one I had to stay in the light in order to have a shadow, but two, I had to stay with the S-O-N, the sun, Jesus, in order to have power. The S-U-N brought the light for the shadow, but the S-O-N, the sun of Jesus, the sun, Jesus, the Christ, is the one who gave me power. And so, Pastor, I've got to go. Uh, I really would have enjoyed being at the Goodman League. I really wish that you all weren't in the quarantine. I really wish you all weren't dealing with the coronavirus, uh, but, but let let the people know, in order for you to walk in power, in order for the church to walk in power, in order for us to be who God has called us to be, that we need to walk in the light. Old saints used to say, walk in the light, beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light of the world. And when you understand the light, the S-U-N is connected to the S-O-N, then that's when all the difference can be made. My brothers and sisters, I, I want to ask you today, if you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, today is your day and this is your moment. Today is the day for you to uh, have the change made. Why? Because you need to get connected to the S-O-N. Uh, I'm not telling you something I heard, I'm telling you something I know. I'm telling you that I was living a life that was destructive and self-destructive, uh, but when I really got connected and focused on Christ, turned my life around. If you, if you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to give you that opportunity today. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then thou shalt be saved. If you've never accepted Christ, or if you need a church home, you're already saved, but you need a church home, we want to get connected to you. We have all kinds of ways we want to be plugged in with you. We want you to accept this church as your church home. But also, if you just need to rededicate your faith, you just need to say, look, I need to get my life in order with the Lord and rededicate your faith today is your day. If you want to do any of that, get saved, get a church home, rededicate your faith, just right there in the chat area, just type, I, I, I want to get saved. I want to, uh, I want to join the church. I, 
I want to rededicate my faith. The, the folks will send you a, a little link right there in the chat room, and you can just click on that and so we can get some further information from you. But we want to make sure to get plugged in with you so that you can become all that God has called you to be. If you've never accepted Christ or if you want to join the church or rededicate your faith, look, I want to pray with you. It'll be the words of prayer that come out of my mouth, but let them be the words of prayer that express what's happening in your heart. Won't you repeat after me? Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So today, I thank you that I give it all over to you. I repent of my sins and I give it over to you. And I'm saved in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Now look, if you prayed that prayer, if you're accepting Christ for the first time, or if you're making Community of Hope your church home, or if you're just rededicating your faith, won't you just type right there um, in, the, in, in the area, in the chat area, um, I'm giving my life to Christ, or I want to join the church, or I'm rededicating my faith. We'll be so blessed to connect with you. We're just so excited for all that the Lord is doing in your life. Also, COH Church family, we're getting ready for communion. We're getting ready for communion. We thank God for the opportunity to uh, celebrate the sacrament of communion. Don't forget you do have time to give. You can give in many of the ways that are listed uh, right there. Uh, you can be able to give with text to give. You can give on Givelify app. You can give at hiphopenation.com. You can give dollar sign cash app. And so even as you are, uh, whether it's giving or getting your communion together, getting your bread, getting your crackers, or getting your juice together, we thank God for this uh, selection uh, coming from our music ministry as we prepare for communion. God bless you.